following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled, Family is Like a Tree. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. What do you know about your ancestors? What are their stories? How did they affect your story? What part of the tree are you? Are you a leaf or even a root? Perhaps you are the fruit. Welcome to Family is Like a Tree. My name is Gomer Thomas Hastings. We sat down with local king and money tycoon Gilroy Monsanto and lovable little fluffball with his whiskers and little white boots, French Fry the Cat. We took them on a journey of their past and those they came from. Gilroy and French Fry the Cat. Welcome to Family is Like a Tree. It's a pleasure to be here, Gomer. Thank you so much for having us. I'm I'm very excited. It's a beautiful day. I'm ready to learn. The birds are chirping. I see that guy French fry excited. Meow, meow, Let's meow. Let's get it going. Meow, Let's meow, meow. I'm out. just a little kitty cat. When I see some birds chirping, I can't help but just want to go after them and kill them, you know? <laughs> you certainly are quite a little kitty cat. He's been cracking me up with all of his uh, you know, wise crackings. All of his setups and punchlines. Uh, 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 I, I quite enjoy spending a lot of quality time with this animal, and we're working together to do a good, you know, out here in the community with Chill the Vote. And uh, I'm just so uh, so happy to have everybody here. French Fry, do you want to come down from Gilroy's hat just to, you know, kind of get closer to the oh, mic? Yeah, I'll come down, but I'm going to stand right on the table like a bad kitty. You could tell me to get <laughs> off, but I'm going to jump right back up the second you tell me, the second you disappear, I'm going to jump right back up there. Well, he, well, I guess he ain't technically wisecracking there. He's just being bad, but he's kind of telling you about it, and that's cute, I guess. Hey, what's wrong, Gomer? Cat got your tongue? Well, I, I certainly hope not. <laughs> uh, we are going to cover a lot today. How are you both feeling about this? I mean, to go and look back at your your family's past or your ancestors, some people know nothing about their families. Some people have an idea of what their families are, you know. Well, Gomer, I'm going to be honest with you. I I really have one uh, thing I'm worried about when it comes to, you know, my genealogy or whatever. And uh, uh, I I really am hoping I I just don't hear too much on on slave owner. I'm hoping I don't hear the word slave owner come out of your mouth. Um, I'm hoping you don't, I don't hear, uh, uh, you know, genocidal, uh, you know, maniac, war criminal. But the big one's a slave. I talked to a producer. He said, uh, ain't nothing I can do about that. But, uh, you know, just keep that in mind that, uh, you know, maybe you swallow a few words if you're reading a little, you know, say, you know, he had a nice farm or something. Don't have to say the S word, you know, if we're just getting that out there. Well, Gilroy, keep in mind that an individual's not responsible for the sins of their uh, ancestors or those who came before them, and they should never face any consequences for that. Well, that's why I keep saying. That's why I keep saying. You should only get the benefits of that lineage. Not the ba- You know, I ain't that guy, but I will take the residual benefits. We don't have to talk about that. Just move forward, you know? I'm all with you there. You know, I think in uh, in cat world, we have a saying that you're not responsible for the sins of your previous lives since we have nine lives. If you did something two, three lives ago, you shouldn't be responsible for that. 
And I think we should uh, treat humans the same way where Gilroy, you weren't the same person two years ago that you are today, right? So why should you be held guilty of crimes you committed two years ago? You know, I have been acquitted. I was. I would like to lead with that. Uh, unless you're talking about metaphorical crimes in which, you know, I sleep fine at night. So I guess that's crimes not a problem. real and metaphorical, all of them. But, uh, you know, to get back to your question, Gomer, I feel like I'm pretty confident I know a lot about my uh, cat genealogy because, you know, it's it's been pretty well documented in my family. But then again, cats have so many more generations than humans because we have a shorter lifespan. That's why we're so much more evolutionarily evolved than humans because we go through so many generations. We just keep getting better and smarter all the time. A lot of branches on that tree, a lot of branches and a lot of twigs, I would assume. Wait, what are you talking about a tree? What do you mean? Like if you're like your family tree, like a family and so our, an actual tree that belongs to each family. So what's the branch? Well, that's what we're going to find out. Are you a branch? Wait, Gilroy? Is this a metaphor or is this a real tree? I'm a little bit confused on the state of the metaphor. Well, we wouldn't want to be a real tree. We'll have to call the fire station for you, French fry. What? See, I, I'm not following the joke because I'm not following the metaphor. Uh, are we the tree? Are we a leaf or You're a part of the tree? Which part of the tree? Because you keep naming parts, and that part might be me if you don't clarify what part of the tree I am. You know what I'm saying? Did you start your family? Uh, well, I'm not a branch, right? But am I the seed? But the seeds comes up from a tree, so it starts with the seed, baby. Right? Is that what you're saying? Well, we're going to take so a look. Every person is a tree, and every cat is a tree. And then we have so other what's the trees branch? that are... Is no, that your arm or leg or... or a component of the tree so that makes up your family and your ancestry. All right, well, well next time sense. when the ball starts rolling with the metaphors, I would like a little bit of clarification. Because you talk about the branches, there's bark on a tree. That could, Is that one guy? Is that a whole... Is that like a subtype of the family? You know, a, a security guard or, uh, you know... Well, the bark can be something that perhaps keeps your family strong or protects it. So just to be clear, this is a metaphor, right? French fry? I guess, but it's a confusing one. Because what? Okay, None Gomer, of these trees Gomer, around here are, are my tree, right? What if I flipped it around on you to show you how confusing your metaphor is? What if I said that a tree is like a family? Because imagine a family doing some of those cheerleader exercises where one person stands on the bottom and they hold two people on their shoulders, and then there's three people on their shoulders and four people on their shoulders. It would look like a tree, wouldn't it? So in one well, sense, about- a family is like a tree, and um, the uncles at the top are the uh, branches, and the whoever's on the bottom of the cheerleading pyramid You're going to have little babies trunk. on the bottom of the tree. They can't hold up those uncles. No, no way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you're, why are you agreeing with me? That's your metaphor. Well, I'm showing how stupid that metaphor is to show Gomer why we don't understand his metaphor. <laughs> well, I forgot that you were just a wise cracking type of cat and that I shouldn't, you know, uh, 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 maybe judge your actions and realize you're doing a goofy little bit. Uh, I was trying uh, I to reveal say the at, truth at about this society moment, by, by showing speechless. how stupid it is. I'm speechless to you, French Rider Cat. Well, think of it this way. If you were to look at your family tree, flip it upside down, wherever it began, that's where the trunk is. In the branching out branches, in the people, in the children, in the 
husbands and wives and sons and daughters and brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles, grandfathers and grandmothers, all make up the branches and the leaves and the fruit. So it's like a golden ratio type of thing. It's like endlessly spit, split and padding, like a Romanesque broccoli, right? Well, why don't we try to keep it a little less complicated? I mean, we have like French Fred the Cat here who's not going to understand these concepts. because it's your metaphor. I, I didn't understand it. it. Well, I'm you more are just a little you. kitty cat. Was, I'm saying I'm more evolved than you because I've had more generations of family than you. He's got an honorary. He ain't just no little uh, wise cracking kitty cat. He got an honorary degree from Vassa. Yeah, the the veterinary college. <laughs> so he's an odd. Wait, you're an honorary veterinarian. I thought you were supposed to deliver some type of keynote speech to the graduates or something. They gave you arts and sciences. You got yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I gave the uh, honorary speech, but the, my whole speech was about how come they never make pets into uh, vets because. It seems very uh, paternalistic of humans to always be doctors for us. Why can't we be our own doctors, right? And so then I was like, I'm going to go to school and learn how to be a vet so I can treat other cats. And it was too hard. So they gave me an honorary degree instead so I could just pretend like I learned how to do it. Oh, so if I brought a birth and foal in here, uh, you, you would not know what to do with it. Oh, that would be much too difficult. But I could probably say something wise about it and crack wise. What would you say if if that uh that you know house uh, <clears throat> excuse me horse um was being born Oh I would probably I would probably be like oh brother you got to be kidding me with this <laughs> <laughs> A horse getting born in here I don't know how to handle this situation And you a talking cat to boot how how fun that would be Well it didn't I mean, you just kind of address the situation. Didn't really wise crack, you know. Yeah, but you can you imagine what like, I'm feeling as a little cat. I don't know how to deliver a big old horse into this well, you world. Could, if I was a wise cracking cat, and uh, uh, you know, I saw a horse being born, I would say like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I, you know, when it comes to this situation, I say nay. Right? That could be like... Well, well you, that could, the horse could say that. Well, you could say it as you are talking to a horse. Oh, you think like I can say their word? Can you talk to animals that can't talk, or is it just people? It's just people. I just know how to speak English. Unless yeah, the animal I, I, also I, speaks English. Some of them do. I don't. You never know. I imagine there's many dogs and other creatures who probably do speak like French fry here speaks. Yeah, maybe one in every three or one in every four dogs can talk. They just don't like to talk around people because... People are too boring and unsophisticated. The problem is you guys think you're so smart because you made, you know, TVs and refrigerators. But at the end of the day, it seems like you forgot about what really matters in this world. And that's why you're always trying to get things like money, like Gilroy here. Or Gomer, you're trying to get on TV and be important, you know? So I should be spending my time chewing on some grass till I puke or trying to get a nice fish. I think that you would be a lot happier if you tried it. You could be right about that, French Fry. And I would say that for being a little, you know, fluffy little car, <clears throat> cat, sorry, um, you are actually quite wise. <laughs> What's wrong? Cat got your tongue? He was, yeah, that, no, yeah, yeah. He was talking, though, you know. Yeah, but then he stopped. Uh, but he's not a cat. You couldn't say the nay thing about the horse. No, but I can say things about cats about other 
people like I could say something about the horse getting born if it's like a cat thing. I could, you know, uh, it would quit. behoove it would behoove French fry to make a wise crack upon seeing the horse. Oh, we got a talking cat here, and, and he 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 ain't making jokes. He's he's pussyfooting around. Okay, oh, see, yeah, that. okay. Yeah, see, I could say something like that, but so it wouldn't really see, make sense as, in the as horse situation. you can situation. see, humans could be just as good at this as you can, French fry the cat. Well, I don't know about that. Well, maybe you could tell us a joke to prove yourself right meow. <laughs> Gilroy, I'm mm. starting to think that you might turn into a fluffy little kitty cat. I'm starting to think I could be a wise cracking cat. Well, I'll tell you a joke. There once was a guy who came from somewhere vaguely in the South who... All he thought was important in life was uh, stature in society and getting money. But in reality, he didn't realize how all of that stuff is pointless because human society is so weak and narrow-minded and stupid that the things they want don't even matter when in fact they could just take a cat nap and enjoy that more than any pile of money. Feel like he's just lecturing us now, not really wisecracking. He's just trying to scold us. Well, it's it's political humor, basically. I am it hearing a, a, a bit message. of spite to French fries wisecrackings now. I'm just a little kitty cat. Meow, meow, meow. How could I ever be spiteful? <laughs> That's Look true. at those little boots of his stomping around as he walks around on the table saying meow, meow, meow. It's a delight. I'm happy to be here. All right, well, why don't we begin with your family histories? What do you both know about your families, your ancestors, where you come from, your roots, your origins? Where those roots of the trees really, you know, spread out and latched into the earth and grew up into the tree that is your family? Who would I, like to I, begin? I, I know a lot about my family. I don't want to cut off French fry or nothing, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm quite versed. In the, in the uh, Monsanto family history, uh, 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 French fry, if, if you wouldn't mind if I could go first right meow. Oh, go right ahead. I'm just thinking about taking a little cat nap while you uh, ramble on. Well, uh, let's see here. I know that, uh, you know, my father, uh, Valencius Emery Monsanto, he was a reclusive alchemist. He was a mass scientist and a founder of the Monsanto Corporation. He told me that we were Dutch irish and dutch irish uh he also claimed to be a confederate soldier even though the timeline don't fit so i don't know if he's accurate on that front uh we moved uh, uh he moved to indiana in the 1940s from south carolina and during his short stint as a police chief in Terre Haute, he pioneered more flattering uniforms for the female police officers his father uh my grandfather justice Amadeus Monsanto was a concert pianist, a powdered wig type of judge, and a part owner of the Pinkerton Corporation. He owned a bacteria mine in Warner Robins, Georgia, and he founded the first Hooters restaurant in Pensacola, which he had converted from a a behavioral school for sexually insane girls. My paternal grandmother uh, 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 Amadeus's wife was Rosa Wallace Habsburg, and she was an illiterate Austrian woman from Klagenfurt, and she lived in Winesbrook Castle all alone from a very young age, and I was told she was raised mostly by ghosts. And I'm hearing family was part Dracula, part Frankenstein. It's disputed, you know. What isn't disputed about her is she had a genetic defect where her eyes could only move independently. Now, my paternal grandmother, the Habsburg grandmother, 
Now, now her mother was Lilith Ambrosio Polsey, and she was a peasant girl. Her father was a professional shit kicker and horse fighter who sold her off to the Habsburg Royals instead of paying taxes. Her job was to stir a big hot pot full of vegetables and water until my father's mother, or until my mother's father, Adolf Habsburg, noticed her in the family kitchen and complimented her. And in his diary, I still got the diary, he wrote that the new shit pot stirring girl has a great set on her. And all of his wives were poisoned, then he married her at the age of 55. My mother was Helen Jackson Warlock. She was a three-time Miss Indiana recipient. Her hair was so blonde it was see-through. Her talent was that she would put a chicken wing in her mouth, and ten seconds later she would pull it out with no meat left on that sucker. Her uh, uh, first win in Miss Indiana was 1952, and uh, apparently they called it in the middle of the ceremony and gave her the crown before the other girls got to perform because it made the judges so horny. And she was kind of a trailblazer for women everywhere. She invented sperm jacking. Y'all familiar with sperm jacking? Sperm sperm jackets? It's when a woman gets what she wants, and I actually respect it, even though a lot of powerful men fear this. Oh, like sperm jacking. Okay. Oh, she'll find it. You come into a sock, she'll grab that sock. Come into a bag, she'll take that bag home. (laughs) She got what she wanted. Oh, Helen Jackson, warlock my mother. French Fry the Cat, what do you have to say on this? Do you think that's real? Well, it sounds like something that humans might do. You know, you can never rule it out. There's a bit more sting to your comments, I'm noticing, French Fry the Cat. Do you have something against us humans? I think he's a little bit jaded. I'm just a little bit jaded from all the (laughs) things that have happened to me in my many lives, you know? I've just seen too much. Well, I'm sure that you did not die from a human. It was probably curiosity. (laughs) His wisecracks have seemed to be more acerbic, cerebral. He's... French fry the cat has an acid tongue, folks. In like a Bill Hicks type. Well, now. actually, to, I mean that's just you know, you know, just a phrase. But he actually does like kind of have like a rough sandpapery tongue to clean himself and other kitty cats really well. Yeah, and it's funny because that sandpaper tongue also strips the varnish off the truth. When I lick uh, something that's not true, I guess then I lick and the varnish comes off, and then you see the truth underneath. You get what I'm saying? French fry, what are you talking about? Cats should be licking varnish. Imagine if the truth is um, like an antique piece of furniture and I'm in someone's house and they they coat it over it with some really gaudy paint to try to make it like, uh, what do you call it? They like revitalize this this antique. But really that wood underneath is nicer. So I lick the varnish off with my sandpaper tongue and that's like revealing the truth is what I'm saying. Like the... Do you get it? So you're telling me that you'll go into someone's antique horse <clears throat> house and you're going to lick off the varnish from things and ruin it. Oh, well, he's doing a metaphor. We're getting real see, fast and loose with the it's metaphors. It's ruining it today. to you, but to me, I'm exposing the truth. Yeah, it's kind of, if you thought your family tree metaphor made any sense, well, this is how you do a real metaphor. In well, his the, metaphor, the varnish, the, doesn't, the, the varnish wouldn't hide, the varnish would not hide it because it's, it's still translucent, is it not? Oh, well, maybe I'm thinking of paint rather than varnish. I don't know. But either way, <laughs> what I'm thinking of is how you could find an antique underneath so paint a thing. paint covers truth? 
And also in this metaphor, I'm actually literally licking away the varnish to reveal the well, antique. I, I know so there's that. a literal can, part of this metaphor. Uh, French fry, can can we see your tongue real quick? Oh, oh he, keeps dodging, little, he keeps dodging my head. Wait, hand look, I'm going to stick head. it out my little pink tongue. All right, just making sure there ain't no paint on that, because from that metaphor, it seems like you enjoy licking varnish, which cannot be good for a young kitty cat's health. Perhaps well, it's the reason you might be so jaded is your new drug problem. Well, I wouldn't really call it a drug problem. I'd say it's making a point about the truth. And what I, I'm not following. What is with the what truth? The point is where I'm like, what an antique is a truth? No, I mean anything. Think about anything that's true that I'm revealing. It's kind of like the situation that I had just described. It could be, it could be about anything. Okay, like so when I told, so like it's when a I meaningless told Vassar, metaphor. Okay, I get it. No, no, no. Let me give you an example. Like when I told all those students at Vassar that it's fucked up how there's no cats and dogs. Whoa, who are whoa, vets. whoa! French fry, please. Oh, you can edit this on TV. Mind but... your meowth. <laughs> now, uh, now that's pretty huh? good. Okay, well, yeah, anyway. you should. Oh, oh, how about this one? Mind, mind your meower. I don't, I don't think it. that one works as well. All right. Well, you know, we can't win them all. We can't all be wise cracking cats. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just t- saying that I'm giving people the unvarnished truth, even if I have to lick the varnish off, you know? That's all I'm trying to say. But you seem to enjoy licking off the the varnish. Well, yeah. Some people would allege that's why I actually got into it first, and then I created this elaborate metaphor to justify my behaviors, but... I saw so a, you're, a picture you, French Fry had put on social media earlier, and it was of him licking aforementioned varnish, and then say, uh, posting it with the caption, I'm feline good. Now, that was a good one. That was a good, funny cat joke. I think that was a typo. I meant to say I'm feeling good. Well, fe- your feline, well, it would be, well... It was a. I thought you was doing a joke, like a cat-based joke. No, I think it's. I type cat words so often into my phone that it corrected what to you would be a common word like feeling is something I say less often than the word feline. So I think it actually just got kind of mixed up there before I posted it. So your phone thought to go with the less used option. No, well, it's used more by cats. If you have your phone set to cat, then it's going to correct feeling to feline rather than vice versa. Why do cats use that word so much? Because humans don't go around saying humans all the time. Um, you just sure used you the do. word human, though. Yeah, twice. Not as much as I said feline. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. Feline. So French Fry the Cat, known as a wisecracking cat that people love to hear, you know, he makes everyone laugh. And now he's kind of gotten to this state and this point with his ego where he just says stuff that he thinks is true Instead of actually being funny, he's kind of just like a stand-up comedian guy now. Well, where, he, where, he thinks, where he thinks he's he's so self-righteous at this point, where he thinks whatever he says is true and people have to respect it and believe him and agree with him instead of just making jokes like he used to. Well, I don't really know what you're talking about because most of my influences would be cats who you've never heard of. So I don't waste my time watching your uh, entertainment, as it were. Who, who's an up-and-coming cat that we should be watching? Um, funny Bones the Cat. <laughs> he's, he's really funny. Oh, I, uh, It's funny you don't watch our humans because I did watch a special recently by Top Hat. He's a wonderful little kitty cat, and he wears a top hat. Oh, I wonder if I'm related to him because I actually have cats in my lineage who are known for wearing top hats, but that's something we can get to a little later. Um, I actually, I kind of liked a minute ago when Gilroy brought up the fact uh, 
that I had posted that typo on my Instagram. It actually gets at something. There's one reason Gilroy and I wanted to come on here just to speak to your viewers a little bit. You know, I, Gilroy found me from Instagram. I don't have the biggest cat account on there, but I have the biggest cat account that's actually run by a cat rather than just someone who's like, you know, their owner takes pictures of them and that kind of shit you see. But we, I mean, maybe Gilroy, you can speak to this a little bit more, but we wanted to get the word out about voting. There's a lot of talk about voting nowadays. Everyone says it's more important, most important thing in America. And I agree. Right, but you need to take in consideration that yeah, while well, this is a democracy where people are, you know, obliged to vote and whatnot, that doesn't mean you have to. You are no more or less participating in a democracy by staying at home. And that's why me and uh French Fry wanted to team up to do chill the vote, you know. Just raise awareness about the vote so people got more information, know what to do with. Uh, one of the examples we do, do you know how long you have to wait in line in some places to vote, Goma? Well, I I didn't actually find it to be quite difficult. I was able to go, and I, I think there was about three people ahead of me, but they got us all in and out pretty quick. I was out of there within 15 minutes. Some people uh, that have sounds to go nice wait for you. three hours to vote. His experience is I not typical. I went to vote, and they said I couldn't vote. That's what happened. <laughs> That's because you're to me. you're a fluffy little kitty cat. Well, they got they well, got I live so here, many rules. I? Yeah, exactly. There's so many rules. Vote. Like what what species do you have to be? When can you show up? You know, do you What's have to you, register? You know, it's too complicated. It's too hard. Are to you do. a Maine Coon? Are you a Tabby? Are you a Sphinx? You know, are you? A I blue went hair? to register, and they're like, "Okay, what's your birthday?" I'm like. Oh, well, I gotta tell my birthday to vote. How is that anyone's business, right? That's how, how I feel. How is that as well anybody's time. business but mine? What my birthday is? I don't think <laughs> the state of Indiana is gonna remember my birthday and send oh, me a little gift They're just gonna roll in a big cake with a beautiful woman to pop oh, out yeah. of it. That Which says, they did right do. Monsanto, it's that your birthday. did technically happen, and that footage is on YouTube. That's, but they don't I, that do was it for everybody. It, they don't do it for everybody. And that girl was 18, and last time I saw her, her breathing was normal. So we don't have to go back and talk about none of that. We're just here with French Fry the Cat that says we got a great tagline where uh, 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 voting takes too long for real instead of like for real. <laughs> and it's French Fry. And who came up with that line? Well, I, I, came, I came up with the for real. So all the all of these cat jokes and puns and everything, we're the ones doing the most of them. And then French Fry just complains about humans. Yeah, because you see, I started doing that stuff, and now look at humans just take my so they, bit. So you shouldn't be French Fry the wisecracking cat. You should be French Fry the complainer cat. Well, I'm not really compa- complaining. I'm kind of pointing out the truth about various matters. And it is kind of funny how uh, folks like yourself and Gilroy started doing cat puns after I was doing it. I think so I had you're to move just on a to the next little thing. bit bitter because sometimes humans close doors and you have to stand outside them and meow till they let you in. Yeah, well, that's true, but that's a whole different thing. I mean, I thought we were talking about the puns right now, which, you know, I can't just keep doing the same material when everyone's doing it. I think you can absolutely do the same material forever. I think you can do that material for the rest of your life. And I'm really hope you know, we we can do, you know, 
you said uh, 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 we got the next tagline, right, coming up next election where you're going to say perhaps you could stay at home. I mean, I'll do it for the good of uh, our our political. I think you're just, we're raising awareness. It's a little bit degrading, you know. You got to have a card some places to vote. You got to like register for it and, and get it in the mail and then show up with it. That like that's like seven steps. Whereas if you go, you know, to your desktop computer, type in a Pornhub or or YouTube or something, you can get hours of entertainment without having to worry about walking outside or mailing a letter. You just, you got to think about yourself and what's the best use of my time. And then I think a lot of people will realize not voting ain't no big deal. Yeah, I think we could actually workshop what you just said there. And for our next ad, you could be like, Voting has like 10 steps. And then I could say, that's more than I have lives. And quite frankly, I don't have enough lives left to waste my time voting. Well, yeah, maybe. But, you know, we could maybe get a pun in there as well. Feel like people expect a cat pun. You know, Funny Bone the Cat had a really good bit about this, how humans keep expecting cats to cater to them with puns. And it's like, now you guys just say our puns all the time like perfect and whatever it'd be like if you don't see cats taking human uh catchphrases and using them you know like we don't say like bud wise er or whatever you know like the stuff that you guys come up with you could say something about uh, well we don't say that the 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 frog said that you could oh, yeah I thought, that it was was written, a... I thought it was written by people though did the frogs <laughs> actually come up did they come those up those frogs that? wrote that they, they wrote oh, they man. Uh, that's it commercial was... Okay, that was it. Good. Those frogs were an improv comedy group, I believe, and they did a scene study where they originated that in a kind of Three Stooges-like vein. All right, that's good. Well, I'll have to tell Funny Bone the Cat that his bit doesn't actually make any sense now. <laughs> now, I if you want to make fun of humans, you would do puns on, like, hands, I guess. Or, I think you know, that a lot you, of... You don't have hands. A lot I of stuff hands. that... <clears throat> They're called paws, though. That's why... Never mind. Well, some people would argue that their boots are mittens but i think they can be both um i think that a lot of stuff that french fry is stuck on is his own hang-ups i think he i think french fry you're getting too much into your own head i think you need to get over yourself and you need to learn how to have fun again well maybe taking a trip down memory lane will uh loosen me up my suggestion is that we get back on track because this is a show about your ancestry and how your family is like a tree and how we are going to climb that tree. All right. Well, I would use this metaphor, actually, that my um, family is more like a sequence of cats who gave birth to one another over the ages. Now, that's I can more, understand that's not, that. That's not a metaphor. That's just literally what it but is. But it's a lot more clear than the tree thing. I, I'd rather go with that well, metaphor. Well, I think that people like the idea of a tree because it represents life. And, no, but uh, people like cats more than they like trees. So if you just think about what a family I don't know is if like, that's cats. true. All right. Well, think about this: if you if if it's the life part that's bothering you, just imagine a bunch of cats getting it on and fucking and having given birth to a bunch of cats in a room, probably like a smelly room. I think that if people liked cats more than trees, when a cat, a little fluffy kitty cat, gets stuck up in a tree. And the fire department has to come and rescue that cat. You have to think, well, they have those big axes, the big red ones. They could just chop down that tree. 
And okay. they, it will go right if, to another they, tree. If they hated the tree, they would chop it down, but they don't chop down the tree. They work hard and they use their ladder to go and rescue the cat. So the cat survives, but the tree does as well. Well, how come then because if people the tree love trees has a family? If people love trees so much, how come there's not social media accounts where people take pictures of their little baby tree and everyone There are. It? All right. Now, if a tree could talk, you might be out of a job. He would say stuff like, you know, uh, why don't like, you get, why don't you leave? Why don't, instead of leave? Or you could say, don't go any, uh, go, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, I got another one. Well, let me try this one. I got a, <clears throat> maybe a tree um, is like hosting a show and he says, don't go anywhere, folks. I'll be right here because they can't move. Right. See, that's uh. what I was going to go with. I was going to have a, a celebrity tree and he was going to say, despite oh, a celebrity all. celebrity tree. All of his fame, he is still grounded. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Or, or like, or like his son, who's another tree, wants to become a celebrity like him, and he says, "Well, I guess the apple doesn't fall too far from me." Well, how Even about this? Even though son is not an apple. How about this? What if there's a tree that can't talk, and there's a cat hanging out next to the tree, and it says, "What's wrong? Cat got your tongue?" What if the <laughs> What if the talking tree said that it's all bark and no bite? Hmm. I guess. Well, I guess it, it cannot it talk, bite. It could probably bite, though, if it could talk because it has a mouth. Well, how about this? We probably can't find a talking tree, but we can put French fry up in that tree and he could pretend to be the tree and make a bunch of tree puns. And he could be French fry the talking tree. The well, wise we'd have to change tree. the first name. The people recognize the voice. Okay, what about. Cheeseburger, the wisecracking tree. All Is right. Cheeseburger a bad tree name? Well, why are we doing this exactly? What about salad, the tree? I don't remember exactly. We got to start talking on metaphors and puns and whatnot. French fry has been derailing the show from the get-go, but I guess that's kind of what he's known to I do. I'm like derail a show. I'm just a little kitty cat. I'm too small to derail a show. Well, the thing is, people don't expect you to derail anything, but you manage to do it and also are forgiven because of your fluffy little whiskers and mittens that you make biscuits with. Why don't you tell us about your family lineage, what you know, French fry? Okay, well... It all begins uh, with my industrial age ancestor, Catfield Von Whiskers, who immigrated on a boat from the motherland to the new world of America. Catfield Von Whiskers was an industrious cat who wore a top hat, just like that other cat that Gomer talked about earlier. But this was back in the day of the industrial days. He was invited on the boat to America to eat all the disgusting rats who were also trying to make it to America at that time. When he got to America, the humans liked his top hat, and they figured that only a very smart and aristocratic cat could wear such a thing. So he was given an executive-level job at a steel mill. There, he made $700,000 a year. That may not sound like much, but in today's money, it would probably be a lot. His job was mostly bossing around humans and also eating rats. Anyway, then he had a bunch of kittens and one of them grew up to be famous or and one of them grew up to be a famous World War 1 pilot. Back in those what's, days. Did you have a what's well, the problem? Did you have a, a hairball in your mouth there, french fry? No, I just <laughs> I simply misspoke. Cat got your tongue, a different cat other well, than you. Mm, well, no, cuz I kept talking. I didn't he kept I actually talking. got interrupted. He kept talking, Gilroy. 
yeah, I wanted to finish my point, but you know, anyway, uh, that, you know, that cat, uh, he was a famous world war one pilot. Um, back in those days, they would send out a real human pilot in a plane that had a little sidecar for a cat who could also fire his own guns. And that extra little bit of firepower really took the enemy by surprise. And it made it much easier to kill Germans back then and whoever else were the bad guys in that war. Then came World War II. Cats went overseas to serve Uncle Sam in droves. My relative in that war, Mittens the Cat, who was the first cat ever to be named Mittens, by the way, was captured by the evil German Nazis and was made a prisoner of war in the country of Germany. They put him in a jail cell where he very easily walked right through the bars since it was made for humans. From then on, he operated in secret, killing thousands of German mice and rats, just as Uncle Sam had asked him to do. He even killed one German soldier by hanging out on a fifth floor windowsill and batting a potted plant down with his paw, <laughs> dropping it right on the German Nazi's head and killing him nearly instantly. He only had time to say one more thing before he died. And what that German Nazi said was, if you see my wife, tell her who turned the lights out. Or I mean, ask her that. But let her know that it's rhetorical and that I mean to say that a potted plant fell on my head and I couldn't see what was going on because the pot was covering my eyes. And then also it made my brain bleed a lot because it fell from so high up and that's how I died. But well, I'm a German Nazi, so I'm a bad guy anyway. Maybe my <laughs> wife will be happy that I'm dead since I am very evil. Oh, well. Anyway, after that. My family went through a few generations of hippie cats whose wide-eyed idealism faltered under the Carter administration with stagflation running rampant and the conservative movement ascendant. Eventually, in the early 90s, my ancestor Socks the Cat took a position in the White House as the first cat of the Clinton family. He thought that he could change the system from the inside, but he was wrong. <laughs> and that experience fostered a kind of cynicism in the family ever since. So when people ask me, French fry the cat, why do you crack wise so often and say so many clever things about this crazy world and the way that things are? Well, it's mainly because there's no point in changing things from the inside because it doesn't work and there's nothing you can do about anything ever. So I'm just here to speak the truth even if nobody wants to hear it. And if that's wrong, then I guess you should just kill me because I'm always going to tell the truth and do what's right. I guess that last part wasn't really about my genealogy, but it kind of explains why I have the kind of attitude that I do and how interested I am in always telling the unvarnished truth, even if I have to lick the varnish off myself. I keep so, saying you shouldn't be licking varnish, metaphorically or otherwise. So you're committed to not making wisecracks anymore and instead just spit your caustic truth and not care who has to hear it. Well, I think that it is kind of cracking wise when I say something true and the humans are too afraid to say it and they're like, oh my God, can you say that? Can a cat say that? Can a person say that? Well, a cat shouldn't be able to say anything due to it being a little kitty cat. Well, I guess that's true. But once they get over that initial shock, then they start thinking about how like, hey, maybe he's speaking the truth. Maybe it took a little kitty cat to say what we all should have been thinking all along. I'm not following anymore. Well, I guess my point is that my uh, great-grandfather was Socks the Cat from Bill Clinton's White House. You might remember him. But there's pictures of him online where he's standing at the little press podium and stuff. He also played the, the, the trombone. 
That's true. He had a band with Bill Clinton. Bill played the sax, and sax played the trombone. And Lisa Simpson played sax number two. <laughs> Lisa Simpson was not in the Clinton White House. Well, she, she hung out around young. there she so she could play music. too young at the time. Well, I'm not she saying she had a job. Too- I'm saying she hang- hung out so when they had free time, they would play with her. Should we tell them, Gilroy? Tell them what? Lisa Simpson is not... She's a cartoon. She's not a real person. French Fry the Cat. Well, now she's a cartoon because she's dead, but she was real back then. <laughs> I the just 90s. thought if cats were talking... I thought all the other rules were out the window, too, so I just figured... What do you mean, rules? I mean, anyway, my point is that, you know, uh, my family, we already tried to do it the right way, right? It was point. Think about all those years that Sox was in the White House. What did he accomplish? Nothing. Well, maybe uh, you got all actual DNA results. We can learn some more information about us. How you say, Gomer? You got that ready? Well, I do have both of your DNA samples that have been processed and analyzed. And after both of you have told me your ideas of your family history and your genealogy, I can, with utmost confidence, tell you that you are both wrong. Um, you... I think we're probably lied to for your own protection by both of your families. I don't know about that. That could be a lot to digest coming on this show and finding out. How ironic that a truth teller such as me would be lied to. Well, it's, you know, better time than ever to break the long history of liars that made up your family, French Fry. Hmm. Well, I think you're, I didn't come on here to be insulted. I'm I mean, not maybe insulting Sox you. Maybe Socks the Cat was naive that he thought he could change the system. It but seems he wasn't that the one who, who proclaims to be a truth teller cannot handle the truth when it is presented. And I said, this could be a lot to swallow. So if you want to back out right now, we cannot do this thing. Do well, either I just of you want to make sh- back sure. out right now? You know, I don't want to back out. I'm interested to know. Let's just say if the word slave owner comes up, Let's just say hypothetically, because I don't know. I don't know. Let's just say if the word slave owner comes up, we'll just say job creator instead. It isn't my position or job here to alter the actual history. I'll bully you. I'll bully your producers. I'll find out where your producers I are, mean, and I'll bully them into changing I feel, info. So just I go ahead and safe. say whatever you want. Gilroy's family over there, he he's capable of anything, but... I just want to say that most cats throughout history haven't done anything of any consequence. So I'm pretty confident that it's just going to be a bunch of cats that you reveal to me, you know? I I just want the staff to know that I've already memorized all your faces. All right? So do with that what you may with that information. Well, where do we begin? Going back further, I will start with Gilroy. And there's still some more research that has to be done. You have quite an extensive family, as people heard you describe them. And that wasn't all true, but it all wasn't untrue. And there is many different, you know, notable people in your family history. It's actually quite stunning. I'll let me have it. Gilroy is one of the few men who is a direct descendant of Charlemagne. I love him on the radio. Hey, I I don't know how my lineage reaches him, but he's so funny. 
in the morning. <laughs> we're getting everybody a freestyle rap and whatnot. Love him. <laughs> Happy about that news. Well, I'm not talking about the radio host who harasses women on the air. I'm talking about uh, the famous Love king. his work. Oh, the king. All right. No, that, yeah. All right. I'm I'm the king, huh? That's what you're saying to me? You are, well, you're a local king. I know that much. And you are actually, by relation to Charlemagne, related to famous actor Christopher Lee from Lord of the Rings, The Wicker Man. Oh, well, he, 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 played, he, he played Count Dooku from Star Wars, one of your favorite series. Oh, he had the red lightsaber that was sort of curvatured at the bottom to signify, you know, a lack of masculinity or something. I'm not sure still exactly wrestling with that one. And switching over to French Fry momentarily, you are a direct descendant of Charlemagne's cat. Ooh, that's interesting. See, my family also says that I'm a direct descendant of Cleopatra's cat. Who And don't shoot the messenger when I say this because people are going to get mad about this. But the name of Cleopatra's cat was Cleocatra. And I am descended from her. So maybe Cleocatra and Charlemagne's cat uh, had babies together. Well, you're also, French Fry, a direct relative of Napoleon. Not not his cat or anything, just Napoleon. I don't know where that came in, but you have his DNA within you. Maybe that's why it's easy to speak English. Cause well, he spoke, spoke French. French. It's not that hard to, to make that jump, though, you know? From a lot French of people English. say English is one of the most complicated languages. A lot of people say English is one of the most French languages, too, though. So I can see why uh, somehow that crossed over in the generations. I mean, being related to Napoleon well, is pretty French cool, but was it's spawned, no Count Dooku. French is not a very old language. It was actually uh, spawned from English. But you have to think about how I've had like five times as many generations of cats as you've had humans in your family. So there was plenty of time to to pass all that down and get it all mixed up. Well, Gilroy, why don't we skip over the 1700s, the 1800s? A lot oh, of, yeah. You're speaking my language. A <laughs> lot of, there's a lot of guys in white suits like you who are from the South. They did a lot of things. And there's a lot of gray areas, a lot of complex issues and I can't say you're going to be proud of all of them, but you should be proud that they were all American. Well, I, I will say, uh, 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 you know, I, I know where you're going with this. And uh, I know my maternal grandmother, you know, she ran a disgusting candy store selling nasty, antiquated, licorice-based treats that all had horribly racist names. And yes, she did found the female branch of the KKK, but you know my family got ahead of that, and we rebranded the whole thing to Mary Kay Cosmetics. So uh, you don't have I, to mention her. We're already way ahead. Can I of speculate that. about the female KKK? Did it stand for Ku Klux Queens? I mean, yeah, I think they just called it the female KKK. I think they were just real lazy that. Oh, day. so they didn't really try to come up with their own acronym or anything? No, they'd slightly more feminine hats, I imagine. Well. It seems that after the 1800s, early 1900s, your family actually made their way back to Germany. Now, why, wait, why did they do that? Well, they said that America had changed and that it wasn't worth fighting for anymore. And they oh, wanted to. Well, they're probably to- just going back to Klagenfurt, Winesbrook Castle. I would spend my summers there, you know, when it wasn't haunted. 
Well, funny enough, after enough time, you had family branching out all over into you know Bavaria, but also Austria. And I'm going to let you turn the page on probably probably the most astounding relative we've seen. Let um, me take a look. And here. these and probably the most famous person we're probably going to see on this show that someone has been related to. I mean, that is, if you beat him out. <laughs> this is going to be bad. You're looking at me like it's bad. I am just it can't be that. the Who truth. It going to be? Whoever I'm related to, it can't be that bad. So I'm just going to turn the page. All right. Well, You seem to be at a loss for words. Well, French yeah. fry is li- licking his, his groin. He's not even paying attention. Well, I just learned that I'm a direct descendant of Adolf Hitler. I did not know he had kids. Uh, is this a lack of, can you see the, is a genial, is this a boys in Brazil type situation? I don't know what you're, you're trying to say here, Gilroy. Well, I'm confused because I just learned that I'm a direct descendant of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, you do not want to find out what that guy did. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's going to make your Everybody head spin. All right. He's the one guy. Everybody already knows what he did. He's the one guy everybody already knows. A little six-year-old going to know what Hitler did. Well, yeah, but like a six-year-old's also oh, going to know what Michael Jordan did winning well, you, six championships. You're both oh, discounting. You're not the only guy. This is bullshit, man. Gilroy. Gilroy. Now Gilroy. Come oh, was he? Is it? Is it? That's just straight grandfather. Oh, my God. That glass is not always half empty. I'm not even an uncle. That's not even an uncle. That, that is my grandfather. I thought Get my right. grandfather died in World War II because he was shooting the Nazis. Well, putting that's his gun true. between Putting his gun between his legs so it looked like his penis. Well, okay, that, last, that last part's not true, but all the rest of that is Get true. Right. You're forgetting the little things, though. He was an artist. He was a painter. Well, that's true. I guess nobody. Yeah, I guess you know you weigh the good against the bad. Good side. And before you know, he was a uh, you know militant dictator who did heinous war crimes against humanity, he wasn't always you know that guy. There was a time where he was probably in love. There was a time where he he liked to drink a cold beer as you do, and he did his paintings. There was a time where he walked down a street like you did. Well, how about this? You know, uh, Gomer was saying at the beginning of the show how you're not responsible for the sins of other people or yourself, you know, but... Uh, I did not say that. Well, well, you implied it. But anyway, uh, what if you did want to make up for some of the stuff he did? Like, if you remember what he did when he killed all those people, what if to make up for that, Gilroy, you had six million Jewish babies in your lifetime to uh, set things right? Well, I... I- First of all, I don't know how that would go over the country club. Second that of all, that sounds like a psychotic idea that only a wisecracking cat could come up with. I don't think I'm just I trying can to set be... things right for you guys. I don't think I won't be able to set things right with Hitler. All I can do is probably deny this and maybe sue you, Goma. <laughs> maybe sue a bunch of people. I I've memorized all the faces of everybody in this room. Uh uh uh, just so. Everyone is aware, and uh, 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 you know what? I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have to think about this a little bit now that now that I remember some stuff. Oh man, I think I think I met him. Well, why don't well, you met him? Par- pardon me. Uh, my well, my grandfather Tiberius Warlock. I thought I think that might have been Hitler, but he died. He died. I think it was I think it was a madman situation. Some I, 
Oh, man. Maybe he was dead when you met him and it was like weekend at Bernie's and you didn't realize. Oh, that's a bit insensitive, French fry. I'm just coming up with the theories and ideas to help. Why don't we why don't we give why don't we give Gilroy a chance to digest this news? All right. And kind of absorb it. And French Fry, we also in your book here have prepared another famous relative of yours that might be, you know, tough to swallow. You might cough it up like a little hairball or spit it up like some grass that you were chewing on. Well, I don't think so, because there's no cat in history who's done things as bad as Hitler. So I can't imagine being blindsided by anything. Well, do you want to turn the page here with your mouth or with your little mittens? All right, I'm trying. Do you think you could handle it with your boots there? You I'm trying, but white boots? I'm really just scratching a hole in the page. I can't get the page to turn if you could flip it for me. All right. Ready? All right. Three, two, one. Oh, who's this guy here? Oh, can you not read it? Can you not read English? No, I can't read. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's sauerkraut. That's Hitler's cat. You're oh, a direct descendant of Hitler's cat. I thought Hitler's cat was named Catler. That's what <laughs> that, I've been that'd told. Probably, all these years. That'd be quite funny, but his name is Sauerkraut. Okay, well, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> do anything wrong. Mother- you He's just a man. cat. He's just a little cat. What did he do wrong? Look at Tell you. Me. You're related to Hitler's cat. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, but you're related to the real Hitler who did, actually did bad things. Oh, Hitler's we're well cat, past that. He was that. innocent. We're way past that. As you can just see. Just trying to bring that up to dodge your own stuff. Since French fry can't read, I'll read here. Sauerkraut was Hitler's favorite cat that he owned. And Adolf Hitler often let Sauerkraut press his big red button, which did very bad shit to people. Well, what about my other relative who uh, was a good guy because he killed a Nazi? It all kind of evens out. Does it, though? I think it does. That button couldn't have killed that many people. It probably was just like... I think it's even worse because, as you claimed before, cats know better than humans. And it was, you know, doing these horrible things that humans do. Well, maybe not. Because what if um, uh, Catler or Sauerkraut or whatever... He was clicking that button and it was killing cats, but each of those cats had nine lives and he was humane enough to only kill their first eight lives, so he never killed anyone for real. Now, it says right there on the page, you can see a picture of the button and that one went straight to gypsies. That All was right. a gypsy. That wasn't a cat one, a gypsy cat. That was just... He was killing humans as well, a cat. I, I still don't think he's as bad as Hitler. Oh, I think he might be worse. He might have been worse. <laughs> he might have been he the brain spine operation. Hitler didn't have the guts to push. My grandpappy Hitler didn't have the guts to push that button. Oh, so well, gonna... someone had to. There had to be someone manipulating him because he never would have done it without a a mastermind. It had Listen, to be the you cat, just gotta huh? take take the loss. I'm just glad we got out of here. You know, with just Hitler, and I don't have. Any slave-owning Monsantos or any any stuff like that going on? Uh, you want to throw me a bone here? Do I have any? Do I have like three percent of any ethnicity that would get me out of some trouble in case I say some things that would be well be uncaring to the opposite eye? Your first cousin is Polly Shore. Well, all right, zero for one. <laughs> Can't win them all, I guess. I'm related to Charlemagne. Maybe I'll be on his radio French fry, show. Um, you are. Uh, also blood related to Felix, who's quite famous and iconic. He was a clock to many people. I believe oh, he yeah. was some sort of French performance art cat. 
He was like Garfield if Garfield wasn't funny. Yeah, because he had a message. He's not just some well, fucking buffoon who tells you how much he loves lasagna to make message? humans laugh. What was his message? Well, he was put into a clock to show how life is like that, you know? How it's always like ticking down on you. Well, he, he was a cartoon cat, and he had a lot of merchandise made you know, modeled after him, and the clock became kind of iconic, a Felix the Cat clock. Yeah, he's aspirational. I'm trying to be like that. Everyone needs to have a French Fry the Cat clock. Whereas Garfield, he just slept all day and still complained constantly. Well, maybe a bit uh, like a bit like French Fry here. Yeah, but the good thing about that is that he wasn't out there voting. Am I right, Gilroy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to it, Gilroy. Well, you're, maybe. You're, <laughs> well, maybe we should we should chill on pushing our not voting message in light of recent news. Maybe we should at least take an afternoon to see, you know, maybe if there's going to be any fallout. All right. Well, I think that there's some more exploration to be done. We're unfortunately out of time today, but I want to thank both of you, Gilroy Monsanto, Fred Fred the Cat, for joining us on the show. And... I would love to have you back sometime to tell you more of your shocking, you know, ancestry. Well, maybe we'll do maybe I'll reveal my ancestry on here sometime. Yeah, why Can don't I you? you? I bet you're related to Hitler twice. Got to be Hitler in there somewhere. We're two for two. That means, you know, are you related to Adolf Hitler? I think it's quite impossible that I'm related to Adolf Hitler. Well, that's what I thought. And then uh, you know, you learn some things. You learn that uh you know, you are Wait, a direct descendant Adolf. It changes how you look as If things. you listen to the show, you might find that some people aren't related to humans at all. So thank you for joining like us. Do either of you have, I'm not talking about just animals. Would you like to make any closing comments, either of you? Yeah, I would say uh, pause well that ends well. Very good. I'm glad he's back on that to liven it up a little bit at the end here. And uh, I would just like to say I condone uh, the actions of Adolf Hitler, you know? <laughs> Do you know what condone means? I mean, I, I, dis- I disown, I condemn. That's the one. Oh, you combine the two. Just, I mean, I, I <laughs> misspeak all the time. Anti-Hitler it's... guy over here. I'm an anti-Hitler. I right? think it's probably a good call. I don't think his cat was as bad as he was, but I also disown his cat, even though, his cat relatively had the speaking, his he cat wasn't was, as bad. His cat was pawing, had the button, smacking the button. It was his favorite toy. It was and sad. bad things happened when he hit that button, so, you know. Adolf even uh, had to put him in a cage to make sure he stopped hitting the button, but he got out of the cage. <laughs> That's because it was so easy to walk through the bars. It's a weird setup. They, when you think about Nazi Germany, they did. They should have had some ideas, guys, running things. Well, wait, no, I don't. I'm glad it was in a. You know what? <laughs> uh, I'm glad it was a poorly designed system. And hey, listen, what? I'm sorry for what he did. Um, that that was my, well. I'm not gonna say my bad. But he, he is a branch of the tree that I think needs Thank to be. Thank you for listening to Family is Like a Tree. My name is Gomer Thomas Hastings, and we will see you next time. Oh, my God. I am fucked.